Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. I am Ryan Green. Joining me this week is Justin Michael. He is the one that records my other podcast with me. He is the co-host of the State of the Centennial Podcast we do, where we just talk about Colorado sports, Colorado, and all things internet. Justin, welcome to the show. This is your first time on. Greeny, what's up, man? Thanks for having oh, me on. You know. Actually, I technically was on with Jake. Like, Oh, that's right. We did February have you on as a guest. Something, I but... apologize. I take it back. We had you on as a guest. Now you're co-hosting. Look at you working your way up the ladder. All right, uh, Justin, um, the Broncos went to San Francisco yesterday to have some joint practices with the 49ers, meaning that the past two days, literally nothing has happened at camp except Jared Crick, but we'll get to that. Uh, but here's here's my rule for this podcast. We are not going to mention a certain position or two, actually three certain names now, uh, because nothing's changed, nothing's happened. One of them is starting this weekend the others aren't, so I'm, I just I do not want to touch on the quarterback position once, and I just wanted to. Are you okay with that? Oh, I'm more than fine with it. All much right. like much like everyone else in Denver, I have yeah. gotten my fair share of the quarterback controversy in the Mile High City. Right. It's just like it's just like every Rapids game ending in a tie. It's like okay, <laughs> nothing has changed. You haven't done anything, so that's how I feel about the quarterback situation. So today. Justin, uh, one of the one things that you don't want to be at the moment is a Broncos defensive lineman because you have or probably will be injured in just a second. Uh, Jared Crick went down with what they were calling back spasms. I haven't seen any updates on that as of yet, but he didn't travel with the team out to San Francisco. Uh, Derek Wolf went down with an ankle injury. Injury, Thank God it was only an ankle injury. Uh, it looked a lot worse uh, in person. It, I was When it happened, uh, boy, like people were like rushing into the media room. They were like, Derek Wolf just got, you know, carried off in a car. It was, it was wild. Um, and then, of course, I mean, you got uh, Billy Wynn done for the season after the first preseason game. You got the two, and they may not be defensive linemen, but, you know, they're rushing the quarterback. Shaq Barrett, Shane Ray down until the start of the season. I mean, what would you do in this situation if you were the Broncos? Are you looking for outside help? Because they've mentioned that they aren't that dire yet. Uh, they've said that uh, Derek Wolf and Jared Crick could be back within the preseason if they rush them, but they see no reason to rush them. So if you're the Broncos, are you looking for defensive line help, or are you just saying, you know what, first week is when it looks like everyone's going to be back from summer vacation. Might as well just roll with that. You know, I think publicly they're going to probably stick to the message that they're not looking for anyone, but I think realistically most people assume that they're probably, you know, considering some other options at this point. You know, they were fortunate that Wolf's injury wasn't more serious than it was, but, you know, being a four-down type player, that ankle, you know, it could still give them issues two, three right. weeks into the season. You know, I'd... I'd maybe consider giving Vance Walker a call at this point. He's supposedly training in Denver. He's familiar with the system, comfortable with the guys. I'm sure you could bring him in for veteran minimum. I mean, it couldn't hurt. Uh, Actually, I hadn't even thought of the name Vance Walker until you just said it, but that is an absolute brilliant idea because – what a lot of people don't get is last year's run problems on the defense was because Lance went down with a season-ending knee injury. Uh, I believe it was an ACL. They had a lot of faith in what he could do in the run game, and when we hit, when we when he went down, not when we went down, when he went down, 
that is when you saw the very thin defensive line, the very small defensive line that the Broncos had, and that's why you saw run teams or teams just running all over them. So Vance Walker would be a good idea. I don't think the Broncos need to go like full bone trying to trade for Sheldon Richardson, who is going to be making eight million dollars this year, no matter where he goes. So and but but I. I will say that I don't think it's it's a dumb idea to possibly make room on the roster for a defensive lineman because, like you said, while these injuries are supposedly going to be getting better and they're taking it, you know, slow and letting them heal, I am never satisfied with like an NFL injury at the beginning of the season. I always think it's going to be lingering for the whole season because they really do just want to get back to play. And if they're not, you know, on the field, they're not making their bonuses. So, of course, they'll, you know, just say, no, 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 I'm fine. I'll go. And then, you know, it could be 75%, but an ankle at 75% is not going to be healthy and possibly will affect your play and will possibly get injured again. So I'm not against the idea of bringing someone like Vance Walker in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, All right. So another position where an injury has occurred was the running back position. Devontae Booker uh, still out. I haven't even seen him like in a jersey out there running around. I just don't I don't know what he what he's doing. I know it's a wrist injury, but I haven't seen him out on the practice field that much. So I don't know where he is at in terms of even getting back into like game shape. So when you look at this running back crop, uh, there is one name that I find very, 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 very promising, uh, and we saw it in the first preseason game, and that's D'Angelo Henderson. So I'm going to start this conversation off with a question. Justin, which Broncos running back will finish as the team's leading rusher at the end of the season? C.J. Anderson, but okay. barely. But barely. Right. I think you're probably going to see you know, a – two to three back approach pretty consistently out of this offense. I also think you're going to see a lot more involvement with the running backs coming out in the passing game, especially if you get a guy like Stephen Ridley on the roster who is effective in that role. You know, Mike right. McCoy throughout his career has had a ton of success, you know, with the dump offs to the back on the outside or hitting the tight end across the middle. So I think we're just going to see a lot of different looks from this offense this year. Without Booker in the mix, it's it's going to be interesting, though. You're going to have CJ as the workhorse, you know, at one. But behind him, it's really pretty open with between Carlos Henderson, who's a guy we saw with some, you know, elusiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, or not, Car- there's two Hendersons, Carlos Henderson. And, oh, yeah, uh, D'Angelo Henderson. D'Angelo Henderson, yeah, I mean. Yeah. No, we get him confused all the time, don't worry. So D'Angelo Henderson, I mean. We saw him, you know, with some explosive plays in that first preseason game. A guy who I could see getting involved in the pass mix as well. Uh, but the you know the big question is what it really comes down to is, is Jamar Charles on this roster or not? And as of now, I'd say no. What about you, though? Right. Well, when Devontae Booker was healthy, uh, Jamal Charles was, uh, I could see it. Um, I think he, despite the knee injuries, I think he is a talent that you would definitely want to take a long look at. But he is not planning to play this weekend at San Francisco. So honestly, I think he's just running out of chances to show this team that he still has the ability to be what Jamal Charles was. And that's going back to, you know, I I think even in the first game, no matter what game he played in, he's going to be slow and it's going to be terrible because he's going to be just freaked out. And I think he just needs the the contact. I think he needs the, the confidence that, okay, my knee got hit. It's, it's okay. I'm fine. 
I don't know if we're going to see that. I think if, if you bring him in on the third preseason game, which is the most important preseason game, and he has a bad game, then yeah, I don't I don't think you're going to see anything from him that would make you want to keep him on the roster, especially with D'Angelo Henderson playing the way he did in the first game, and all of camp, by the way. Like, he has been the training camp darling, uh, and that's the... That's the question, is is who is making the roster to begin with? So I think C.J. Anderson is a is a good answer for the leading rusher question. I honestly think it will probably be D'Angelo Henderson. I really do. I think this kid is something that the Broncos really hit on this year. He uh, was a steal. Yeah, they haven't had a good, you know, their, their drafts have been okay under Elway. They've always gotten, you know, sometimes a pretty good player out of each draft and that's fine like nfl teams are like hitting 30 percent in the in the draft in terms of roster retention but d'angelo henderson the knock on him coming out of college was was that he was just overweight like he was a big just a he was he was a fat back uh he was tough to break down but now it is just like muscle i want to know what his you know his uh what body fat percentages because it's it's ridiculous i i call him i'm the only one who calls him this but i call him the human medicine ball because he just looks like just that's what it would look like if if you tried to tackle that it would feel like getting like hit in the chest with a medicine ball so i think that he is going to be a very i don't know i'm not going to say special quite yet but i've heard other people use that phrase but I think he's going to be a very good player for the Broncos. And by the end of the season, I think the starting role could be his. It'll be interesting to see, man. He's got a lot of potential. I really agree with you there. I, I was high on the pick when they got him, where they took him in the draft last year. Um, he was a guy where if you looked at his highlights, just ton of elusiveness. And like right. you said, really hard to bring down. And, you know, I'm a fan of just the way he uses the, the blocking in front of him. He gets low, he mm-hmm. runs hard, he's hard to find in there. Yeah. And he's deceptively fast. You saw it on his touchdown that he just hit the hole so goddamn fast. Yeah, Yeah, and he was just gone. So, yeah, D'Angelo Henderson is going to be a really good player for the Broncos, I believe. All right, Justin, uh, to wrap this up, uh, since you are not going to be on, uh, I don't know, you may be on an episode by the end of the week. Who knows? Uh, But uh, just for now, uh, give me what you are, give me some players you're looking for or watching during the joint practices and the game against San Francisco this week? Uh, I'm very interested to see how Garrett Bowles and Ty Sambrilo handle the pass rush of San Francisco uh, at tackle. And then other than that, I'm also interested to see how, how this thin defensive line, you know, stacks up throughout practice. I don't, I think they're only going one day of full contact. Um, and I imagine they're going to be trying to do everything they can to keep guys, you know, on the field. Um, but that, that I think that'll be an interesting matchup. That's where you generally see most of the fights in training yep. camp. Um, so it'll be, I'll be curious to see how these tackles and defensive ends match up. Who are you looking right. for? Um, I want to hear the names of Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas a lot this week because you look at the 49ers. And it, it, look, if you're looking to get drunk sometime this week, go play the can you name a San Francisco 49er off the roster game. And for every player you can't name, you have to take a drink. You will be absolutely trash because I seriously just go look at a San Francisco 49ers roster and you will go, who are these people? So if Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas are not tearing people up, uh, no matter who a quarterback is at the time, 
then I have some real issues with what's going on with the offense. Because no matter who's starting, they're still not getting it to the best playmakers on offense, I still feel. No matter who the running back is, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are your most explosive players on offense. So if I'm not hearing their names a lot, that's getting me a little worried. Absolutely. Uh, I, I will be watching Garrett Bowles. I didn't watch enough of him against Chicago. Uh, I need to see more of him, and especially with these you know, full-speed reps in joint practices, that's where I'm going to see a lot from Garrett Bowles because you're going to get, and Aqib Talib said it best, they're treating every practice like it's a game day because that's what it is. It's live reps against someone else. So this is an ev- this is the probably the most important week for a lot of players on the team, at least looking to make the roster. So if you are hoping to follow the 49ers and the Broncos, I know a few people out there already. Nikki Javala, she's great. Uh, her opinions and her what, what what she sees out on the field and what happens at practice is very very accurate her ryan konigsberg is also out there he's really good at that so yeah those are that, that's what i'm watching this week i think the joint practices are a little more important than the game but i'm very anxious to see the two wide receivers and garrett Bowles as well yeah i'll, I'll say this about the san francisco roster you know it's it's tough to name some players because they've had so much roster turnover over the mm-hmm. last two or three years but I thought they had the best draft of anyone in the league last year. I think I think they are set up to where that is a factual statement. But, uh, you know, it is the draft. I need to see results before I say that. But uh, that is a logical way of thinking because they, I, at the moment, I think they did have a very good draft as well. Um, all right, that'll do it for Justin Michael. Justin, where can the people find you? What are you, what are you doing nowadays? You can find me on Twitter at Justin T. Michael. I'll be... You know, posting Broncos content with Ryan throughout the throughout the rest of the preseason, head into the regular season. Also, got a ton of CSU Rams coverage coming. If you're a college football fan, yeah, uh, I love college football. Maybe even a little bit more than the NFL, if we're being honest. <laughs> but Damn, follow me at words. Justin T. Michael. There you go. If you're a Ram fan, follow him. Absolute if you're a Buff fan, follow, follow me anyways, because I'll yeah. I'll tell you how you'll, it is. You'll be in his mentions no matter what. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, I am Ryan Green. I am not R Green fifty two eighty anymore. I am R G Mile High because people care about that more than I do. So that's I changed it. It's R G Mile High now. Uh, there's a lot of videos I'm uploading, pictures, all that stuff. And the of new course, and improved. check out new and improved. And of course, check out fifty two eighty four Nuggets, Abs, Buffs, Rams, Broncos. I'm forgetting one. Rockies. All sports, just sports. Sports, just Denver sports in general. Um, so yeah, for Justin, I'm Ryan. This is the Broncos Blitz on 5280 Sports Network. Later.